Hey everybody, it's your girl, Cherie Hicks from Chic Soul Music. And you're listening to Real Chicks Rock, presents real discussion with Michelle Dawson. Peace and love, y'all. I'm your host for today, Michelle Dawsbird, and I am super excited today because I have legendary status sitting next to me to my left. And I'm so excited that she is here today. But I want to just take a pause and just welcome all the new listeners and the followers and those that are checking us out for the first time today. Thank you so much for spending the afternoon with us. We just want to give you a little bit of background about what Real Chicks Rocket's all about. It's all about creatively collaborating and connecting to raise awareness regarding issues that impact women. We do it by way of community service, engagement, public speaking, mentoring, workshops, and the arts. And the arts platform is this media thing that we've been doing for the past couple of years, and we're so super excited about doing it because it gives us the opportunity to have these conversations with people that we like. (laughs) I like this lady here to my left. Um, We are going to just jump right into it. This person is just a phenomenal on to me. Um, she represents a part of New York, just her talent, her skill, her diversity, her being a singer, actress, songstress. She's just everything. And so I'm just so honored to have a conversation today with me, Lisa Morgan. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm <Michelle>? good. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you. And, and I'm sorry I was a little late. We was coming from Warner Robins, Georgia. Mm. We thought it was only like an hour. <laughs> it was a little bit it was longer. a little bit longer than that. Know, so we had to run here change my clothes and get off. No, you're fine. You look beautiful. No, you're worth the wait. You're worth the wait. We're ready for this conversation. So, Melissa, tell us a little bit. Where are you from? I'm from Queens, New York, Mm. born and raised. Yep. Corona, New York. Corona, yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of people know Jamaica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not from that. Tell them. Send them straight. Send them straight. I'm from Queens, New York. There you you go. We were the good girls. Uh oh. (laughs) We had to be home by 10 o'clock. No, 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 no. So tell me life growing up in Queens for you. What was it like? Oh my God, it was so much fun. We celebrated everything uh, together. We had all our friends. It was a neighborhood. Everybody looked out for each other. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you was walking down 104th Street and you was doing bad and and, you know, somebody seen you was like, girl, you better get home. I'm going to call your mother Margie and tell her what you're doing out here. You know, so it was very much like that. So you really were a good girl. Yes, I was a good girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had to be in by when the lights go on <laughs> at night in the evening. Yeah. You know, the city, yeah. the, the, the street, street lights. lights. You better be in the house. You better be. Yes. You better be. You better be. <laughs> so, Melissa, when you were growing up in Queens, what were some of your musical influences when you were growing up? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, when I was little, it was Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. It was The Temptations. Mm-hmm. It was The Supremes. Because, you know, my mom and her sister mm-hmm. and my uncles and all of them, they partied every weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Queens, you could go from house to house. House, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So sometimes it would be a rent party. Yeah. Sometimes it would be a pity pat. You know what I'm saying? It'd be a card party. Wow. Or it would just be, you know, come over to my house because I'm cooking. It's my yeah, birthday or yeah. something. So they would hop from house to house and everybody would carry their music. Okay. You know, so if you didn't have it, you know, this one, okay, at this time, Aretha is my favorite. Yeah. So I'm taking Aretha over to Sue's house. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And then my cousin, Sue, uh-huh. who was one of the first black secretaries on Wall Street. Mm. Yes, yes. A lot of people don't know that. She was wow. one of the first, you know, and she would dress so nice. She had all the records because she was making all the money. She's making, money. <laughs> She's making the money. Yeah, so we'd go over her house and it was just music all the time. Her favorite was Al Green. So all of those influences, mm-hmm. you know, just helped bred me as, a, as an artist. When did you know you wanted to sing? Was it early as a teenager or younger or when oh. did it hit you? Uh, well, we started singing, like, I want to say six, seven, okay, okay. you know, but about nine years old, it was like, okay, let's get dressed up in mommy's clothes because their clothes were so nice, fabulous yeah. with the pointy shoes yes, and, the, yes. and the metallic yes, material yes. with, the, mm, with the blue mouth yes. with the crinoline underneath. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, you know, my mom 
grandmother dressed her butt off, oh, really? you know, and, and and they would wear the wigs mm-hmm. that, you know, slick over to, to the, the side. side. Girl, you yeah. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yes. So uh, one time we was like, well, let's get dressed up, me and my sister. Uh, let's get dressed up and let's do uh, respect for mommy, yeah. you know, do a show for her. Okay. And after that, I, I think I was bitten. Was yeah, bitten. yeah. Because to see her laugh and smile, like, oh, wait, let me tell your father. Oh, wait, let me tell uh. Aunt Lena. Let me tell him to come <laughs> over. You know, I, I was like, okay, I, I'm going to be the star. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, so that was it. So yeah. you started singing mm-hmm. at that point. Yes, I did. So every weekend, perhaps, just singing for the family or with your girls? Yep, singing for the family. And then after a while, you know, um, there was a choir called the uh, Starlets of Corona. Mm. And my mom, to get me out of the house, she's like, you're going to join this choir because, you know, they Friday night, they want to sleep in on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We'd be up to my, oh, we want Cheerios. We want this. We want that. <laughs> so the choir rehearsed in the morning. Okay. So she was like, you're going to join this choir because then I'm going to get some sleep yeah, on Saturday. But it turned out to be the best thing because um, I met Honret Washington, who became my musical teacher, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and uh uh, every every Saturday, I would look forward to going and working with them. And Sundays, we would go to churches around the community because yes. we were the community choir, so we didn't belong to one church. Gotcha, which was wonderful. Yeah. So we could sing at Mount Horeb, we could sing at First Baptist, yes. we could sing in Brooklyn, mm. we could sing in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. We we went to Washington and sang yeah. it. It was just a wonderful experience as a young girl. So you you kind of gravitated to gospel music at that at that time. Oh yeah. That's that's where I started. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My first song was "I Must Tell Jesus." Okay. Yeah, I must tell Jesus all of my troubles, all of my troubles. I cannot bear these burdens alone. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. That was my first song, but I was so little and so nervous that when I sang it, I used to cry. Really? And when I cried singing that song, everybody said, oh, that's God coming out. <laughs> oh, Lord, sing the song. Girl, yeah, the song. yeah. So I became like the highlight. Really? You know, of the show because everybody wanted to hear me sing that song and cry. Yeah. Yeah. It sounded beautiful. I was getting chills Thank as you were singing it here in the studio. <laughs> beautiful. So how did we make a transition, Melissa, from singing gospel to R&B or soulful. I mean, paint the picture for us in the 80s in, in New school. York. Yeah. In school, yeah. Um, people would see me in the neighborhood, uh, the, the ones that went to church. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> All the girls didn't go to church. Okay. So the ones that went to church, uh, they would see me singing. And then, uh, like, you'd be in school and there'd be, like, a talent show or something. Oh, you know, my name, my first name is Joyce. Okay. Melissa is my middle name. Mm-hmm. So, oh, Joyce should come and sing at the talent so why don't you sing at the talent show? It's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Because I didn't want to, you know, disrespect the <laughs> right, gospel right. thing. And Honret was like, no, you have to do all kind of different things, mm-hmm. you know, to be a singer. You have to do R&B. You have to do gospel. Yes. And she would always tell me, she said, look at Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Because yeah. Aretha Franklin had that wonderful, amazing grace. Yeah. You know? And, but, but then she also had respect. She sure and did. Rock Dave steady. Demon, am I yeah. thinking of you? Yeah. Rock steady. And she said, you have to do all kind of different things. Yes. So, um, um, so I started singing in talent shows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's how it started, really, with the secular music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did somebody discover you in the talent shows? How did you break out and start really doing your own thing? I don't think I was discovered in the talent shows. I was discovered... Uh, with the groups. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I would sing. I sang with a group called Business Before Pleasure. Mm-hmm. And uh, they got a deal with... Uh, you would you would know it as Sugar Hill Records. Yes. Yep. yep. Sylvia Robinson. Yep. And they got a deal, and I got to sing lead on a song called A Prime of Love. And I think that was the beginning of me being discovered. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What was your first major song? My first major song was a song called Body to Body mm-hmm. uh, with the Shades of Love. Um, I, uh, I actually was supposed to just be singing background, and the lead singer didn't show up. Really? Uh-huh, and it was me, Don Hamilton, and a girl named Cookie. And it was like, that song is too high for us. We're not singing that song. I'm not singing that song. <laughs> Melissa's the only one that can sing that song that high. And so the guy, his name was Patrick Adams. He said, I'll pay you $75 more to sing that song. Really? Yeah, and I sang the song. <laughs> 
And it was so hot. And two weeks later, it was on the radio. And then, like, four weeks later, it was, like, number one, number one dance song. And I got $75. But then I went out and toured, and that's the first time I made $1,500. Uh, <laughs> when did you drop Joyce as a – who decided that Melissa would be more of a I better – You did? Yeah. And 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 my, my birth certificate – Certificate is M E L I S S A, and I dropped the one of the S's with accent mark. Very yeah. slick and yeah. spicy and saucy. What did it feel like to hear your music on on the radio? Oh my goodness! Uh, I was sleeping when I first heard "Do Me, Baby." Mm. Yeah, we had. Uh, first of all, I had toured with Shaka Khan. I had toured. In, Work with Melba Moore and Jocelyn Brown and all these wonderful people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all, I'm getting hot. <laughs> but, uh, oh, that feels good. Okay. And um, uh, after Shaka Khan, I went out with Kashif. Okay. So I'm trying to paint the picture and remember myself at the same time. After Shaka Khan, I went out with Kashif. And um, Kashif opened for Gladys Knight. Cause she was hot. Yeah, he I mean, was. he had, you know, yeah, all his little songs that he was signed to, um, oh my goodness, what's the Whitney label? Arista. Yes. Yes. And we opened for Gladys Knight. And I remember, uh, Melba Moore's manager came in and said, it's time for you to do your own thing. And I was like, okay. Mm. Um, and they said, come into the office on Monday. And I'm telling you, they signed me right on the spot. Are you serious? They signed me right on the spot. Cause I had toured with Shaka Khan right. by then, right. all these people. And when they signed me, I said, you know, I want this young lady, Lisette Wilson, who was Shaka Khan's musical director. Okay. Okay. And, and she wrote the song Funkin' for Jamaica. Mm. She's one of the writers First of that. Mm. Yes, and so um, they said, okay, you can, uh, you know, work with whoever you want to. Only stipulation was Don Grierson, who was the president of of uh, Capitol Records at the time, who I signed with, said I had to do this song called "Do Me, Baby." Okay, and we was like, "Do me, baby, I can't do that song." I'm like, you know, like nineteen years old, I wants to do a song oh. called "Do Me, Baby." You know, and he was like, that's the only stipulation because he had had the song on hold for like two years. Mm. And Prince was like, okay, if you don't get someone, yeah, it's going to be up. And he said, the next female uh, singer I signed has to do this song. I was the next one. And you were how old at the 19. time? 19. I was like, I don't want to sing that song, you know, because oh, music was different then. It, it was, sure was. We, we don't have, we didn't have no Nicki Minaj and Cardi <laughs> Come on, showing titties and buttons. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We didn't have all that. Yeah. We had Aretha, Gladys, you know what I'm saying? Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan was risque back then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We didn't, you know, do me, baby. Uh-uh. And when the Isleys came out with In Between the Sheets, I remember that BLS would only play it after 11. See what I'm saying? So yeah. it was very it was controlled very, as to what yeah. you could and do. And a, a, fe- a female, say, a young female, you know. Yeah. Like, what you know about that? Yeah. You know, what you supposed to. So anyway, I went and talked to my dad, who was okay. alive at the time, and I was like, Dad, they want me to sing this song mm-hmm. called Do Me Baby. It's by Prince. He's a little risque. He's had some hits, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know. And my dad actually looked at me. He said, you've been singing all this time. Only question I have for you is, can you sing the song? All right now. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can sing this song. He said, well, then go and sing the hell out of it. Dang. And once he gave me permission, I was like, okay, let's do this song. Let's do this song. Yeah, yeah, and the rest is history. Where did you find the motivation to sing it at 19? I mean, that is a very Prince song. Oh, I mean, goodness. where did you pull that energy? Because you sound good. Yeah, and I really don't know because I didn't have that many boyfriends or anything <laughs> like that. I wasn't like my thing. And I was like, you know, I want to sing. And, yeah. You know, I did have a boyfriend, but I mean, it wasn't like that, you know, but uh, I really don't know. I just think Paul Lawrence, the producer, I just really think he pulled out the best in me. Yeah. And because I had been touring and singing, I had the emotion for singing, so I really didn't need to have experienced okay, it. You okay, know what I'm saying? Okay, but, okay. Uh, um, it, it was just a wonderful experience working with him, mm-hmm. you know, in the studio on that song. What did Prince say about your recording of it? Uh, well, I met him like after it went number one. Mm. They arranged for me to meet him actually at the, um, What's that in in California? The bowl, the mm, Hollywood Bowl. Rose, yeah, the Hollywood Bowl, mm-hmm. Rose Bowl. What that big stage? Yes, 
Lionel Richie was performing. Wow. And uh, they arranged for me to meet him at the Lionel Richie concert backstage. Really? Yeah, isn't that something? Man. Yeah, and uh, it was so funny because a few years later I seen Lionel. He said, actually it was at BLS, and they said, somebody wants to say hello to you in the room. And I walked in, it was Lionel Richie. He said, uh-huh, I see another meeting for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but uh, yeah, so they arranged for me to meet him. And, it was so funny because we both had on like white leather pants. <laughs> and I thought he looked better than I did. Probably. He really and looked good in them. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, you know? And he just came up to me. He wouldn't, he wouldn't let me take a picture. He never let me take a picture with him. I, oh. I met him several times. Okay. But anyway, he said, you know, thanks for a great song. And I was like, a great song is your song. He mm-hmm. said, I know it's my song, but you made it great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so that was a nice comment. I never forgot that. Nice. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. How does it feel when you go home? Let me let me, let me me kind of set the stage for me, Melissa, and a lot of people that are listening from New York. We love. Thank you for that fan. You, you're welcome. Oh, all of a sudden, I feel good. Okay. <laughs> we love Fool's Paradise. Oh, wow. And so every time we're home or just hear it in, on the radio, it just takes us back to a time mm-hmm. with WBLS yeah. in New York, just summertime do you feel do you feel that energy every time it plays for you i feel that i feel the energy that it gives the people in the audience because let me tell you about that song okay i was out on the road with freddie jackson and billy ocean Mm -hmm. at that time because do me baby was hot and uh, we was coming back to play radio city okay and um my girlfriend uh my bff darlene she came to my rehearsal and uh, I was doing my songs, doing my songs. And when it was over, she said, that's the show? <laughs> and she said, yeah. She said, girl, where's Fool's Paradise? Yeah, yeah. And I said, what are you talking about? Fool's Paradise is a B song on, on the album. She said, girl. Girl. Yeah. It is a hit it in is. New York City. Thank you, Darlene. Thank you, Darlene. And I said, what? She said, oh, you can't do that right. and not do uh, right. Fool's Paradise. And I was like, are you serious? She said, oh, no, girl. You have to put that in the show. Yeah, you do. And I mean, she was adamant. She was like musical director, Lissette, put that in the show. I'm telling you, you know. And so Lissette was like, okay, we'll put it in the show if you're so adamant about it. Yeah. And we didn't have no, I said, child, don't even know, but we'll put it in because she wants it and she's my BFF. Yeah. I've been, I know my, because we had been on the road for like a year. What? So I didn't even know the song was a hit. What? Yeah. Mm. And honey, we did Radio City. And they hit that first note of Fool's Paradise, and you talking about 5,000 people <laughs> jumping out of their seat at Radio City. It scared the daylight yeah. out of everybody, the band, everyone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We was like, oh, my God. We, we didn't it. even know. It never charted well on, on, on the Billboard charts. I think it fell off at, like, 40-something. Really? Yes. But it is a national club hit across the world mm. until this day. I am going to Europe um, October... 5th, 12th, 26th, mm-hmm. and um, I think January 4th. And every time I go over there, it is like an anthem Girl. over there. They book me over there just to hear yeah, that, that song. song. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now I know it's a hit. It, <laughs> man, it's a staple. It's yeah, a staple. Even Warner Robins, Georgia, we did it last night. I mean, they just lost their mind. We love that yeah, song. Yeah, everywhere. Florida. I don't care where I go, Texas, that song is a hit. That and, you know, now with Prince gone, Do Me Baby, I don't really even get to sing that anymore by mm. myself. The audience he sings it for you. Yeah, because it takes them where they were yeah. during that time, and it reminds them of Prince and me and all of that. Yeah. Fool's Paradise sounds like something Kashif would have written because he was in that space during that time writing hits. Uh, who, who happened to write that for you? Me and Lisette. Lisette Wilson, yeah, the young lady that I met when I toured with Shaka Khan that I said I wanted her to produce my, the one I told you with Tom Brown. Yes, me and Lisette Wilson. It's a hit, girl. We love it. So this, I get so, you know, it is, it is a big part of my royalty money. As it should be. Um, um, LL Cool J has covered it. Jay Z has has, has sampled it. And just recently, um, Love and Hip Hop Miami, it was part of their theme song. Are you? Yeah, it's just. It just keeps giving. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Lisa, do you play an instrument by any chance? Are you a musician? No, but I went to Juilliard's to learn chordal structure. Okay. But I don't really play. This is the instrument. This is the instrument. Yeah. I can sing anything, but I don't I don't really play anything. Mm. But I understand chords and chordal structure of all instruments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Back in the eighties when you, you were so hot, you're hot then and now there were a lot of stage plays that were going on at that time. You did a couple of stage plays, did you not? Mm-hmm. A Fool in His Money. I did, like, David Talbert's first yes. uh, uh, plays. Yeah. Um, that's how I met Kurt Franklin. He was out with Kurt Franklin doing a play, and he says, I'm going to do this other play, Fool in Money, Me Lisa, and I want you to, you know, <laughs> David is so, he, he's so important. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I said. Every time I say, I say, hey, you're so important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One time he did an interview, he says, I'm so important. Melissa says, I'm so important. Yes. But yeah, so I did A Fool in His Money. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I just did a one recently, Do You Trust Your Best Friend? Mm. So, yeah, I did a couple. It was fun. It It is a good um, vehicle to do when you're in between records. Gotcha. Because uh, you still get to go in all these cities and mm-hmm. some cities that you don't even get to go in mm-hmm. when you have a record out because uh, they play theaters across the right. country. And uh, so people got to see me that hadn't seen me. And uh, it's a steady flow of weekly money. Nice. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really a good we thing. We like that. Yeah. <laughs> we like that. Did you ever think about uh, seriously becoming, taking acting more on a regular basis? Well, I, I did a couple of interview uh, interviews and auditions on Broadway and and for some movies and you know and I didn't get it so I don't know maybe it's something in my future okay. we'll see okay. yeah because I, I do like acting mm-hmm. to a degree okay yeah to a degree okay yeah. but you like the live performances and just I singing like that better and yeah. touring uh huh you're still going I know it's it's so much fun so much fun to see people enjoying the music we just recently did a. Uh, Cincinnati, downtown Cincinnati, right in the middle of Fountain Square. And uh, it was just a joy to see. I mean, not only, you know, black people, white people, Mm -hmm. Spanish people, you'd be surprised who knows your music and and where they were. They're military people. Mm -hmm. You know, a Spanish girl came and said, I was in the military. Mm -hmm. But you came out, you know, all all my friends, you know, in the military was listening to that. So I got into, you know what I'm saying? You just... (laughs) You know, you never, you never know. And then, like the kids came up and started dancing mm-hmm. on the stage, and it's like they're dancing because their parents, yeah, do. you know, yeah. they play the song. So when the song came on, they're dancing because they know it from yeah. their household. And yeah, it's just, it's a beautiful thing. It's a generational yeah. thing. It keeps giving. It keeps giving, yeah. and you keep Bless. going. Thank what you. other what, what other projects you have in the pipeline coming up for you now? Oh my goodness! Well, I have the new CD out called Love Demands. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's on streaming, um, Apple, iTunes, everywhere. It came out last year. It did really well, uh, especially digital. And we did a song called um, Never Love the Man the Way That I Love You. Mm. Aretha Franklin. Franklin. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. And, and mm. I always did mm. like a little tribute to Aretha. Um, the CD before that, I did a little snippet of Ain't No Way. Mm-hmm. And so we did this. She, and she liked it. And so we did uh, Never Love the Man, the whole song. And like, you know, like two months later after we released it, she passed yeah, away. It yeah. was like really hard for us. But this is the good news. Um, five of the songs on that CD, Love Demand, was eligible for a submission for possible Grammy nomination. Nice. Yeah, so we submitted them. Now they just have to, if they get voted on, I'll be a Grammy nominee. Yes. If I don't, at least I have five songs that were submitted that's yes. in the running. So we're so excited. And Never Love the Man is one of those songs. So yeah. I, I feel good. We're crossing our fingers that we get yes. voted you know, to get nominated. But, you know, you never know. That'd be awesome. I, I'm just still happy that this particular CD, you know, did that. Because when you come back out, yes. you know, everybody wants another Do Me Baby. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants another Fool's Paradise. Mm-hmm. It's like, but this is Melissa now. Yeah. So you have to get into what I am now. now. I can't I can't duplicate something that I did in 85, 86, yeah, yeah. and 2019. Know. You know, I'm who I am now. Yes. So you have to embrace the, the music and the love of the music that I have now yeah. and the stories and, and what I'm trying to tell. Melissa, yeah. who influences you now since you're a grown woman, seasoned oh, wow. singer, talented actress, and all that? Who 
who's your influences now? Well, that is a good question. Oh man, I got to think about yeah. that one. You know, because I, I really, I really respect and like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I love what Beyonce is doing. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I love what she's doing, but she's not me. Yes. But I still respect what she's doing. Mm-hmm. I love what I love what Lettucey is doing. Yes. With her career, mm-hmm. because she's keeping the music real more than the the celebrity. Yes. You know, for her, it's about the music mm-hmm. and the emotion and the energy has mm-hmm. to be real. Mm-hmm. And if the celebrity comes along with it, okay, well then come right, on. You right. know, keep up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. uh, I, I like people that keep the music first. You yeah. know, the realism of the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it is it intimidating today because everything is streaming, everything is digital. Mm-hmm. You know, years ago, we actually had more vinyl, you know, to touch yeah, and spin records. Right. So it's a little different. How do you keep your staying power? How do you stay relevant? Wow. Well, you you learn. Uh, My fiance, he is he's younger than I. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not a cougar either, but he's younger (laughs) than I. (laughs) And uh, he knows all that stuff, Mm -hmm. the streaming. And even with this CD, he was like, you know, you got to make sure you have all this in in place before you release it now because it's a different game. Mm-hmm. And so we signed with uh, Cleopatra because they had just signed a big deal with all the streaming and Apple to make sure all their material got to the yes. right, uh, you know, I call it the online retail. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, you just ha- you have to stay afloat. You have to stay on top of your Instagram, your Twitter, yeah. your Facebook, you know, because mm-hmm. now everybody's life is a little is their own story. Yes. Yes. It's their own story and, and people follow you. So, you know, you have to stay on top because if I don't post after a couple of days, they're like, you're all right. What you doing? Where you at? Yeah. You know, <laughs> so we have our own little video, our yeah. own little series in, in social media yeah. that we have to stay on top of. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's staying relevant. Like staying you said, relevant. Mm-hmm. is there anybody you'd like to tour with that you haven't so far? Because you've toured with almost everybody. Yeah. Is there anybody you'd like to tour with? Well, you know, off and on I've toured with Kim, but I I love to do like a a 30-city tour or something with Mm. him. I love working with Kim. Really? Yes, he is awesome. Mm. See, that true, real music and and his show is just amazing. I've been working, he toured with him since... The first song. Okay. And and every now and then he'll just go, I want Melissa to open. Yeah, I want Melissa. Yeah. So I would love to tour with him. Freddie Jackson, I just did something with him. And we go way, way Yes, back. you do. Yeah. He was the first one to take me to the Grammys as his day. Nice. Yeah. When Rocky Tonight <laughs> came out and it was nominated. He said, I'm taking Melissa. You know, he paid for my dress and everything. My hair. I was so fabulous. <laughs> I was like, you got to pay for the hair too, baby. Oh, my Not gosh. Just the dress, the shoes. Yeah, everything. The dress and the hair. Everything. <laughs> and he everything. Did. He understood. You wow, know? wow. So, Freddie, I love to work with him. I, I work with Joe from time to time. I, I like him. Mm-hmm. And I would love to do... Uh, uh, like a ladies tour, like they do the men of soul. Come on, you come know, on. With me, Mickey Howard, mm. maybe Lettucey, mm. I don't know, Tamar, somebody, mm. you know, just to get that. Throwing that some Avery flavor. Sunshine yeah, in there. Avery mm. Sunshine, yeah. I would love to do some uh, Regina Bell. Yeah. You yeah. know, I would love to do something like that with my friends. Yeah. You know, because they're all my friends, Sherelle, all of them. And we don't get the recognition like a uh, Keith Sweat does. Keith Sweat can headline all over the the country and we can't because hmm. they'll say that that we can't sell patty can you know what i'm saying yes patty yes, is patty. yes. shaka can mm. you know mm. but but the the females from the 80s like me mickey we you know we have to fight to get our you know to get our rights in, in this industry as headliners really yes it's it's a big struggle you know and they'll put all the men together genuine he sweat this one that one that, but they won't put the females together like mm. that why is that why do you think that they so? think that um the the men sell more because the women come to see come on men. yeah we do we're we're consumers yeah, see, you, yeah <laughs> they'll come they'll be like ah! Yeah, and so, they'll buy that ticket in a minute. That's yes, true. They will. They think that the you know the men sell more because of that. Yes. So they sandwich me in between Ooh. that stuff. They'll say, okay, keep sweat. Like like Kim, they had Kim, but 
he was selling it. It's like, you know, well, who else is yeah. going to be on, you know, he, you know, yeah. give him some other place. So, okay, get Melissa, mm. you know, but uh, they'll sandwich us in between Keith Sweat. And, you know, and I've worked with all of them, Keith Washington, but they think that the women come out more for that mm-hmm. than they would if it was me, Mickey, uh, Sherelle, and Regina Bell. Yeah. You know, yeah. they think that that tour, they think that wouldn't sell. And it would. It would. It, it would. would. It know? would. In a heartbeat. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Yeah. You got a favorite city you like to go to and, and sing in? Oh, my goodness. Um, I'll I give like, you three favorite cities. What's okay. your three favorites? Because I know that's tough because you've been everywhere. I like New York. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Is, is, is my love. Um, oh, my goodness. I like Atlanta. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Atlanta is I'm good. I'm 2-0. and o, Thank you. And <laughs> I, I like New Orleans. You do? Yeah. Why New Orleans? I love performing in New Orleans. They just get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They get their drink on. Yeah, and yeah. Not on drink, but they get their drink on. And when that music hits, they get it. Mm. Yeah, so mm. yeah, I okay. always like New Orleans. Okay. Yes. How do they embrace you in Europe? Oh, it is. I want you know. Let's talk about Japan first. Yeah, okay. And then we'll talk about Europe because okay. it's basically the same thing. Okay. They embrace you with so much respect. Okay. They respect your instrument, mm. and then they respect you. Really? Yeah. So you you have to really deliver that instrument first because mm. they're not about the fanfare. Mm. You know, the fanfare again. It's like legacy that I said, you know, it's the talent first. And then if if, if you have the celebrity, then okay, then you come along with okay. it. Okay. But that music and that voice and, and what you're delivering and what you're selling has to be first. Okay. And then they'll accept the rest of it. And Europe is the same way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know, and then after that, then they're, oh, did you see his shoes? Did you see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, First is about that music. The music, yeah. the product. Mm-hmm. They're interested yeah. in the product. Yeah. And that's great that you're getting an opportunity to go back to Europe. I mean, you're going yeah. all of almost all of October. Like you yes. called out a couple of dates. Yeah. And it, it's so funny. Japan called me and we went, uh, they flew my whole band out there, nice. singers and everything. It was one, nice. it was for Billboard Live. And I had not been to Japan in 19 years. Are you serious? 19 years. And I don't know why. I think a couple of things didn't come through and they call me and then i mean they're just so loving they was waiting at the hotel when mm. i got there and i'm like you're making me feel like a real they have all your product they go online and get yeah. everything yeah you know and whatever you're selling they buy it is it is a beautiful thing and mm. europe is the same way yeah, yeah i love london mm. i love harrods i love shopping mm. you know i love all their stores they have so many of of things that are not here. Um, you can go to Versace there and buy nice sneakers for a little less than here, you know, and come here and you're the first one there. Yeah. Yeah. Any dates uh, for London for the UK? Um, like I said, we have the 26th um, doing award show. We have um, the, uh, is it the, okay, the 5th, the 12th. Mm-hmm. We're doing the O2. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's really nice. They have a club inside because you know the O2 is big, and then they have a club inside the O2 um, arena, and we're we're performing this. Me, Melba Moore, Gene Kahn, um, Shirley Jones. Mm. We're gonna have a good time. Melba Moore is, is awesome. That's T- my auntie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me your relationship with Melba Moore. Isn't it kind of special? Yeah. Well, you know, it was her company, Hush Productions, that signed me. Uh, to their production deal that I got the Capitol Records nice. deal because they had the, the connection. So um, we go back, like I said, with the Kashif days. Melba is just, uh, she has so much knowledge mm-hmm. uh, uh, from being who she was on Broadway yes. and, and the records and everything. And she has so much knowledge uh, that I, I just love sitting down and talking to her because she's so shy. Mm. Melba is really... She's timid, really? but don't mess with don't her. Don't mess with yeah, her. Yeah, don't mess with her. Ah. You know? But um, I just love it. She says, I'm your auntie. I'm your auntie, Melba. I'm like, mm. yeah, mm. yeah. So anytime I need advice or 
or something is going on, you know, that she's done, or I don't know, I call her mm. and say, what's up? And then sometimes I help her. Okay. You know, because uh, I, I'm into real estate. I, I, I bought my own home um, in New York. I own a condo in South Carolina. I own my own home, and we're about to build a home. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes she'll call me about things like that. Okay. You know, because she rents, and I'm like, girl, you got to stop that rent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she's like, well, how am I going to do that? Help me do that, you mm-hmm. know. And so we, we give each other advice. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. You have a lot of knowledge and experience within you, Melissa. Thank Are you. you, do you? A mentor or apprentice, some up and coming people. I try. Okay. I try. But you know, these young girls are fast. <laughs> <laughs> they think they know everything. <laughs> but I had some dancers, uh, uh, <laughs> that, that I was mentoring and I, I have my Cardi and some other people mm-hmm. that, and we're just getting into Asylum Productions, which is my brand and my, my company. Um, we're just getting into like, okay, now, once I get solidified where I want to be right now, uh-huh. let's start looking into helping some others. Okay. Yeah, because you, you, you got to pay it forward. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you can't be selfish about it you for do. too long. But it is it is difficult because yeah. um, this time and age, people may not want to put in the work. They want instant stardom. And yeah, and, and then you can't help everybody because... Everybody that you think you're helping might be trying to destroy you. Ooh. You know, it's just really, this is a funny business. So, you know, I, I want to get somebody young. Okay. You know, that does, does, doesn't have all of that. You know, I, I'll destroy her in order to be. Yeah, famous. yeah. There, there's so much of that. And that's why, uh, it, again, it's very hard for women. Women don't help each other like mm. we should, you know, and, and it's everywhere. We hear about it in Hollywood, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they'll suppress this one. So this one can, you know, do their thing. So you, you really have to have your own brand and, and make sure you're confident within your own team. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like tennis. Yeah. I love tennis and I love Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer and all of, but you don't go to somebody else's team to be famous mm. in tennis. You build your own team and your team helps make you yeah. Things. So that's what I'm doing. I'm building my team. I got you. Yeah. It's been good to you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah I feel good. And my fiance, like I said, he has helped me a lot because when you're out there doing it alone, you know, mm-hmm. you just, uh, you miss something. Yeah, you, you do. You miss something. So you need that second and third eye to say, girl, look out for that. Look out for that. Oh, this is good. I'm t- let me tell you why. Let's sit down and have a meeting and, and decipher, okay, what we need to do next, what we don't need to do. What did we learn? What you know? What I'm saying mm-hmm. we need all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at you. There's no stopping. In, no stopping. No, that twinkle is bright in that eye. It is. You could just go, 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 go. This is a, this is amazing. Yeah. Congratulations on Thank everything. You. Yeah, and, and you know what? I love because um, before we use oh with the promoter. You take care of the travel, and you do this, and you do that. And my fiance is like, now no. We get the money and we take care of all of that. You know what I'm saying? So we can uh, take control of our schedule and do what we need to do. And they don't have to worry about that. And we literally, the, for the first time, we went to Pittsburgh. And I had to stay for a week in order to do the Kim concert. Mm. And it was wonderful because he was like, we're going to rent a car. We're going to have fun. We're going to explore the city. We're going to pay for our own tickets. We're going to do everything that we need to do. And... Uh, we just charged them for it. And it worked out really, really well. Really well. Yeah, I like being in control. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> As you should be. Yeah. You've paid your dues. Yeah. You should be in control yeah. of everything that you yeah. do. I, I love, we did, um, a couple of years ago, I went on tour to London with Patti LaBelle. Mm. Cause she, she called and asked me to open for her, mm-hmm. you know, cause she, she's like an auntie and we did Manchester, Amsterdam and we did London. Um, we did the Wembley arena. It was just wow. awesome. It's Patty now and the whisper. Oh. So yeah, yeah. Ooh. And I just watched how, how she moved, you yes. know, and uh, a lot of things that you think that other people are controlled. Patty has her team. Again, mm-hmm. you got to have your team. And they controlling that stuff mm-hmm. in-house. Mm-hmm. You know, they making sure, you know, her suite is right. Mm. And I think when we went there, it was a it was a bomb scare. You know, they, they, they had that bomb in Paris. Mm-hmm. And honey, they had her at one hotel. And her people was like, nope, she's staying over here. 
we want more security, blah, blah, blah. It was just, and, and just to watch, I was like, yeah, you, you need a team yeah, to look out do. for you on this road. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's a lot that goes on. A lot. And you need to just focus on singing. Yeah. And that's all she focused on. She came and she was just fabulous. Hey, Melissa, let's take some pictures. Yeah. Girl, let me tell you what's going on. Did you buy a patty pie? <laughs> like, you know, I was like, no, I ain't getting no patty pie. So, well, you ain't going to get nothing now because there ain't no more sweet potatoes, girl. Walmart is trying to find some sweet potatoes. I was like, so, you know, and that's all. <laughs> she didn't care nothing about the bomb. I'm like, girl, yeah. we was around a yeah. bomb. And she didn't care yeah, nothing about it. Yeah, she was like, She's girl. being patty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We, you and I had an opportunity to talk in the green room just before the show started, and we know uh, Don Tallman because that's the yes. person that sings um, for my opening for my show. And it's just amazing that the world is so small yes. that you beautiful women know each other yes. and support one another. And I just wanted to call that out on the show. Yeah, and you know, Dawn... Um, she is doing so well in the dance market. Yeah. And, and we talked before the Grammys and, and all that kind of stuff to see if her stuff is eligible yes, yes. to be submitted and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, and you, you know, you're not supposed to like vote for each other, but you can talk amongst each other, mm-hmm. you know, and say, you know, well, this is what you need to do because we're both members of, of NARIS and, uh, it, it helps to help her grow yes. and, and help me grow mm-hmm. too. For both of us to be members, because a lot of people in the industry, again, you know, don't know that kind of knowledge. Right, right. Because nobody talks to them about that. Mm-hmm. They just do their records. And, oh, the record company handle that. But no, all artists that you know have songs out need to be members. Yes, because. Um, that's that's the power. Mm-hmm. The more members that you have, the more you can. When you get the ballot, you can say, oh. I know her. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I, this is what I'm going to do to change yes. music and what it's doing mm-hmm. now, you know, and not only, you know, in your community, but in the masses. Right. The only way to change music in the masses is to be a part of Naris and vote. Mm. You know, you can't change it because that's the masses. Yes. And, and, and that's what says this is popular. That's popular, and this is not. Okay. You know, so we talk about things like that, and, and we do shows together. Yeah. yeah and, and, and I told you about the time they honored me, and uh, um, she sang, you know, uh, I guess, you know, I, I'm going to sing a song, you know, honoring Melissa. And she sang, Do You Still Love Me? And she turned that thing into a jazz arrangement. Mm-hmm. Dawn, She's you know you weren't right for that. <laughs> And we just, I'm just sitting in the audience <laughs> and she just sing. I was like, I got to get up on stage yeah. and get me some of this. Yes. Give me the mic right. on because this arrangement is yeah. fierce. And me and her sang together. It was just wonderful. Ooh. And we've done uh, things in Connecticut and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's just a sweetheart. She is. Yeah, and she goes to Russia. Mm. She does shows in Russia. So I told her, I said, I, I, I want to go to Russia. Yeah, yeah, you've never been. No. And there's, I've never been to Africa. There's a possibility I might go to awesome. Africa in October. I'm a little nervous about Why? it. Why? Uh, because this is Nigeria. Mm. And, you know, they sent us the rules and they say you can't wear your hair out okay. in the streets. You can wear it at the show, but like when you're out in the streets, right, you right, know, the, right. the Muslim, you know, laws are really strong. Yeah. Cover your hair. I, uh, child, I'm I, not covering <laughs> all this. I, you know, <laughs> I'll, you know, do I have to stay in a hotel? They have a curfew. Yeah. I, I'm a little nervous. So we'll yeah. see. You know, I'm going to talk to my team. And, yeah. Because you know, I love to go to Africa. It's a wonderful opportunity. And, and look at this. They asked me to go to Africa to sing gospel. Really? Not even my music. Gospel. I'm going with a whole uh, uh, gospel ensemble. How do you feel about that? It's like going, it's like, uh, full circle. Yeah. Going back to my roots. Mm. Yeah. So, um, right now, I want to do my next CD. I was saying I want it to be, uh, gospel. I spoke to Kim, uh, um, last week and mm-hmm. he says, well, 
I'm not writing you a gospel. <laughs> I said, I want you to write me a song. I'm good with the gospel. I'm not writing you a no, gospel. No. I want you inspirational, okay. inspirational love song, but I'm not writing you a gospel. Okay. So, uh, but I would love for my next CD to be gospel influenced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just playing homage and tribute yes. to where you started where from. I started. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think everybody has either a gospel in them or a Christmas album or yeah. something. You kind of yeah. come off the, normal yeah. narrative to kind of pay tribute to. Yeah, I did a couple of Christmas songs. I have a little uh, EP mm-hmm. with uh, Christmas songs that you can get online. Uh, it's fun doing yeah, Christmas. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and my birthday is December 6th, so huh. uh, I, I, I love Christmas, but I don't celebrate my birthday with anyone but me, Aruba, and the universe. <laughs> I have a house in Aruba. I go there. You know, I'm like, I ain't got, you ain't got to give me no party, no nothing. None. Just let me get in that beach, you know, and that's where I become one again wow. with the universe and thank God for my year I and know. everything, you know, because you need a time to reflect Come on. by yourself. Come on. Yeah. Come you on. can't party all the time. You can't. Yeah. And I think birthdays are the days that you should say, thank you, God, mm. for letting me be here and, and let's reflect on what I've done since I've been here. Mm. And only me and you can talk about that. You know, that's a good idea because I always want to do something for my birthday. I do. And, um, you know, I might change the narrative for that. Yeah. I go I go to dinner by myself mm. in Aruba. I got to have that one lobster dinner yeah. by myself. And, and on my birthday, I got to be up like 6, 5, 6 o'clock in the, in the morning, morning on that beach saying, thank you, God. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, a lot of people don't make it. Yes. A lot of people don't see their birthday. I know, yeah. For whatever and, reasons. And mm-hmm. so for you to get a whole trip around the universe. Yep. I've been doing that for 20 years. I, we bought 20 years ago there, and I go there every year. I'm like, oh, we want to give you a birthday. I don't want no birthday party. The birthday party is if I can get on that water and thank God. I that, gotcha. That's the party right there. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, we. I want to say this because you, you hit on a couple of points, and I want to just chime in on it. Um, this platform is really designed for people like you and other women to just have a space and a place to just share oh. and to support one another. Yes. Yes. So we want to encourage other people to use Real Chicks Rock for that because that's what it's all about. Just oh, really. oh, oh, I'm giving you some names, girl. <laughs> they coming. They coming. That's what it's all about. Oh, you gonna get some names. They coming. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And this what that's what it's all about. Melissa, how can people find you? Oh my goodness. I am Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Mm -hmm. It is just Melissa. If you do Melissa Morgan, M E L I. S-A-M-O-R-G-A-N. I will pop up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's how you can find me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the, uh, what's the other one? LinkedIn and all that stuff. It's the same thing. Yeah. You can find me. But um, just, I'm going to be in a city near you, I guess. Yeah, I know. Somewhere. You're posting so, tour dates and yes, all that so people yes. can find all you. All of that is on the, and then my website is uh, melissamorgan1.com. Awesome. When can yeah. we get the new music? When? Um, well, we're still finishing out on this one. Okay. And uh, I'm going to Los Angeles to meet with some people in November. Mm-hmm. So hopefully 2020. 2020. Yeah, hopefully first yeah. quarter. Hopefully. Probably second. Second quarter. But yeah, we can expect new second. music in 2020. I, I like releasing music like August, September. Really? August, September, October. Yeah. I don't really like releasing music in the summertime or the beginning of the Why year. Not? Why not? First of all, the summertime is too much competition, mm. you know, and the beginning of the year, no one is thinking about new new music. They're <laughs> thinking about their own lives and, yeah. and their, their own uh, promises that they've made to yeah. themselves. So the music really doesn't kick in until March, April, May anyway. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I like... Um, August, September. Okay. Yeah, October. Okay. Yeah. That's uh-huh. your time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. That's when Doobie Baby came out. Yeah. It was number one for four weeks. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't 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 mess with it. If it, if it ain't broke, what? <laughs> don't, don't fix it. Don't fix it if it ain't broke. <laughs> Lisa, I want to thank you for your time today. We're done. <laughs> You're joking. We're done. <laughs> Oh, and I 
missed my 20 minutes. I'm coming back. No, I'm yeah, back. no, we, we, okay. we had a wonderful conversation. Oh, we did. You. This was yeah. awesome. Oh, goodness. So I'm probably going to do Atlanta. I do St. James Live, and I think we're looking at City Winery. We'll see what happens. Yes. When I do Atlanta, I'm coming back, okay? Yes, yes. We'd we'll love right. to have you. Oh, that You wonderful. keep coming back, and Thank you can you. plug and, and promote. Wait, I like your shirt. She likes my shirt. She likes for those that are watching. Yeah, the shirts. Yeah, new design. We got new designs and okay. stuff. I got a shirt for you. I got a bag oh, full of shirts. You can pick you. which one you, you like. And I'm going to give you my new CD. Yeah. Okay. I, love I, w- I would pay yeah. for it because I understand yeah. the power of royalties no, no, no. and money and yeah, all yeah. that. No, no, we're good. Yeah. Oh. We're just praying that, you know, we get the votes and I get a nomination. That would be yes. a real nice life career moment. Yes, yes, yes. So, yes. I have to I have to thank um, Bridget Wiley for today because she helped me lead she led me to you so thank you for oh, um chicago, chicago oh my god chicago bridge magazine yeah, and you're well, on the cover well, of that well, and so thank you brigitte for that for yeah, today she, yeah, this she, is my second cover with them really yeah she's a doll yeah she's amazing yeah. and so thank she's you. she's going to she has crafted um these questions and they will be in the magazine. And so, yay, that's another win. So for people (laughs) that are subscribing to the magazine, that's this Chicago bridge magazine, be on the lookout of that because Melissa's on the cover and these questions from today's conversation will be in there. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah, This was awesome. This was amazing. I love it. I'm telling all my friends, (laughs) Nikki Howard. Yeah. Get down here. Regina Bell. Get down here. Sherelle. Get down here. Glenn Jones. Get down. Here, Keith Washington, Call them get out. down here. Call okay, out. come on, Kim, come on down. Call them out. Yeah, even though it's real chicks rock, some yeah. of the guys can come, come on. Too. Yeah, we like yeah, because yeah, real chicks love real men, uh, real right. love yeah. real women. So yeah, come on through. So we'll do that. So thank you so much, Melissa. Thank you. Congratulations oh, and you, much success in everything God that you, you do. You're beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Today's are show. Beautiful? Yeah, yeah, we are cute so today. <laughs> today's show was um, sponsored and brought to you by Sequoia Massage Therapy. Yes, yes, they specialize in deep tissue, uh, hot stones, and Swedish massages. So please go ahead and make your appointment with them. Um, go to the website, which is sequoiatherapy.com. Make your appointment at 470-231-8662. So thank you so much for Sequoia Therapy for being our sponsor for today's show. That's my time. You know me. You can find me everywhere you know what go to the website go to realchicksrock.com we are on youtube we got our channel there this will be on itunes this will be on iheart pandora spotify yeah 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 you see the merch you like it get at it yes go to the website scroll all the way down to the bottom go to the rcr store get your t-shirts we got some new designs that are out there we want to see you in these things right here right now so yeah don't be a stranger to the website but that's my time we had a wonderful time today i love you i love you i thought this was awesome this was great (laughs) that's my time you guys continue to rock on and take care bye (laughs) we hope you enjoyed listening to rcr presents real discussions until next time you take care and continue to rock on